we'd like to say good morning to everyone. Uh, we thank and praise God for allowing us to be here on another uh, Sunday morning to be in the presence of, of the saints of God. And to those that are, are online, we thank God for you. We uh, <clears throat> appreciate your presence. We pray that uh, the word that the Lord brings today, it will be uh, a blessing to your soul. We continually pray for you as well as we pray for the uh, church family that we see. And for those that's online, we pray for your safety. We ask that you continue to, to follow the directions of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, <clears throat> and this morning, we want to begin in the book of Isaiah, uh, chapter number 26. We want to begin in the the book of Isaiah, chapter number 26. Chapter number 26. We, um, the title of our message this morning is called Le- the Leviathan, the spirit of the nation. <clears throat> I'm sure each one of us know that <clears throat> there is a spirit that rules over the nation. And uh, that spirit is the Leviathan spirit, and we will get into that, and you will see where it ends up too. Amen. Now, in <clears throat> Isaiah chapter number 26, first thing we want to do, we want to uh, reiterate once again verse number 20 in uh, Isaiah chapter number 26. Uh, it says, Come unto me, come my people. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Come my people. Enter thou into thy chambers, and shut thy doors about thee. Hide thyself, as it were, for a little moment, until the indignation be overpassed. What we've, we've discussed that, that Lord has given us that, you know, we are shutting in, and uh, uh, it's until the, the Spirit of the Lord overpasses because of his indignation. And it says it's only going to be for a moment. Some people have taken that, that scripture out of text and we kind of use it <clears throat> for places that we want to go to. We, we, we shut in and places where we need to go to and places that we don't need to go to, we, we, we don't uh, shut in. We, we go and do what we want to do. But the key verse here in verse number 21 is what we want to share also because there's a lot of things happening around our world and there's a reason why these things are happening. Now, verse number 21 says, For behold, the Lord cometh out of his place. So there's something that has transpired, something that has happened that has caused the Lord to come out of his place. And very few times and rarely do you see where when you're dealing with the scripture where the Lord will come down because of the movement of the people of God of what's going on. We, we realize that uh, uh, the Bible talks about when they was trying to build the, the, the tower to Babel, how they was on one accord. Even though they were sinners, they were on one accord. But it calls for God to come down because he had to uh, disturb what they, they were doing. Now here in verse 21 in Isaiah 26, it says, The Lord cometh out of his place. So there's something that has happened on the earth that has caused the Lord to move from his place. Then he says this, To punish, to punish the inhabitants of where? Of the earth. It says, 
for their what? Their iniquity, for their sin. Then it says, the earth also, watch this, the earth also shall disclose her blood. Disclose means the earth is going to reveal the blood that has been crying out from the earth. It will disclose her blood and shall no more cover her slain. No more cover her slain. I looked at that and I said, okay, God, what are you talking about here? That the earth is, is going to disclose, it's going to reveal the blood. See, blood, the, the blood that has been shed is crying also out to God. It's not only man-on-man killing, but we also have to understand that there is uh, millions of aborted children, babies before they're even born, that their blood is also crying out from the ground. They're also crying out. Uh, I had a conversation with a young lady uh, uh, this week, and she asked me a question. And we were talking about some things, and she said, have you noticed that when they show the map of the United States, they show it in red? As often as I've seen it, as many times as I looked at it, when they showed the map of all the states of the United States, the whole thing is totally red. And, and, and it just, it just dawned on me. I'm like, this woman is in a nursing home. She immediately had picked up on that. And see, all this time, you know, I seen it, but it never fazed me. Red is blood. Red represents blood. And so when you look at what man has done, and, and some things we say, okay, it, it's necessary, it's essential, but there are some things that where we just, we lie down and we come up with some things that we don't want, so we decide to abort. So the scripture here is saying in verse 21 that the blood is crying up from the ground. Millions of babies are aborted each year. And then you look at mankind, we kill one another over and over and over. And when you go back in scripture, you see where when Cain killed Abel and the Lord began to ask him, where is his brother? He said, I'm not my brother's keeper. But the Lord says to him, his blood cries out from the ground. So we understand now that the blood is also crying out before the Lord and God has moved from his place and he is looking at what's going on on earth. It made God make a movement. Now, looking at verse number 27, because we want to deal with this Leviathan spirit, the spirit that's over our nation. Isaiah chapter number 27. Now, chapter number 27 And we're going to look at verse number one. It says, in that day, the Lord with his sore and great and strong sword shall punish Leviathan, the piercing, which means that word piercing there means fugitive. It's a serpent. A serpent is the the enchanting, uh, a whispering enchanter. Then it says, even Leviathan, that crooked serpent. And he shall slay the dragon that is in the sea. The first time we look at that and we read that, first thing we want to think about is a sea monster. Mm-mm. As, we, as we progress, we're going to see exactly what it represents, okay? Because the word Leviathan means twisted. It means crooked. Nowadays, you, you have no clue when somebody's telling you the truth or not because their truth is twisted, amen? It's crooked. 
And the story is crooked, you know. And so the Lord is saying now that he is going to, to punish the, the Leviathan, that, that spirit that rules over our nation. Now, let's go to the book of Psalms 74, and we're going to look at verse number, I think verse number 13, Psalms 74. Psalms chapter number 74. Psalms chapter 74, and we're going to begin looking at verse number 13 because we want to we're going to prove this by the scripture precept upon precept line upon line that the spirit that, that God's going to reveal what the spirit is that is ruling over our nation now verse 13 in psalm 74 says thou talking about god thou didst divide the sea by thy strength thou breaketh the heads of the dragons in the waters okay Verse 14 says, Thou breakest the heads of Leviathan in pieces. Watch this latter part. And gave him to be meat to the people that's inhabiting the wilderness. Those that's in the desert place or those dwelling uh, in, in the desert. Now that spirit, the spirit of Leviathan, God, it says that God will give, give it, make it meat, and it would, he will distribute it to the people that's here up on the earth. In a minute, this is all going to make sense to you. It's going to all make sense. Amen. It's going to make sense. The spirit of Leviathan. Now, let's go to the book of Job, because the book of Job is really where it really gives us the full understanding of the spirit of Leviathan, the one that rules our nation, our nation. Job chapter number 41. Job chapter number 41. Now, we have to understand that, that, that in Job chapter number 41, it describes the power uh, of, of, the, of Leviathan. It also describes its, its size, its independence, its exterior hardness, its fierceness, uh, its hidden uh, characteristics, uh, his, his shield. His shield is his pride. Keep that in mind. His shield is his pride. And there's no man that, that can penetrate it. It cannot be killed by a sword or a spear or a javelin or an arrow or a sling. It cannot be done. Nothing can kill it. Nothing on earth can kill it. Now, chapter 41. All right, verse number, verse number three, which is where we want to begin. It says, will he make many supplications unto thee? Will he speak soft words? Hmm. Will he speak soft words? Will he speak soft words? Talk about this spirit. Because this spirit is one that will entice you. It will talk to you. It says, will he, will he make many supplications unto thee, and he speak soft words unto thee? Verse 4 says, will he make a covenant with thee? Will thou, will thou take him for a servant forever? Now, will thou take him as a servant forever? Now, it says this spirit, it, it, it speaks soft words, Okay. And what, it, what it's doing is it's enticing because it's that whispering and chanter. It's enticing, uh, enticing one, uh, enticing you, or enticing me to allow it for me to take it to be a servant in my life forever. Okay? 
Now, remember now, it talks about his shield being his pride. One of the things that, that this spirit does that's ruling the nation, this Leviathan spirit, what it is doing, it wants us to take it on, take on its spirit. Once we take on its spirit, it wants to be with us forever, okay? It wants to be with us forever. Now, let's go down, let's go down now to verse number 14, verse number 14, okay? Verse number 14. It says, who can open the door? Hmm. Who can open the doors of his face? His teeth are terrible round about. Now, this spirit is a spirit of intimidation. Hmm. It's a spirit of intimidation. When you look at this spirit, this, the, the, it says, who, who, can, who can open the doors of his face? Talking about his face. When you look at it, it is, it's at a place where it is so intimidating. It, that spirit has no mercy, no mercy whatsoever. Have you ever encountered anybody that had a prideful spirit? And, 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 and they were like, you, that you can't tell me nothing. <laughs> they know it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That, uh, they know everything. You don't know nothing. You know, when it comes down to, uh, uh knowledge or wisdom or understanding or revelations, whatever, they, they know about everything. I don't care what you bring up. They know more about that particular situation or circumstance or wisdom, whatever. They know more than anybody. I mean, there's, there's a pride for spirit. It's, it's puffed up. It's, it's puffed up because of his knowledge. And so that's the kind of spirit that's operating in our nation today. That's the kind of spirit that's operating. Now, we have to understand that uh, it is a place where it likes to invoke fear. This spirit that's here now, uh, or that's ruling the nation, it likes to invoke fear. How many people are operating in fear right now? People are operating in fear. And the strange thing about fear is God did not give us the spirit of fear. So where did it come from? If God didn't give us the spirit of fear, and if we're operating in fear, that must mean that that spirit of fear come from Satan. We are so afraid to, to go anywhere and do anything. I understand there are certain things that we have to do. I understand that. But one thing we have to understand, too, be very careful and observant because what's happening now is also a spirit that brings about division. I heard something the other day, and they keep promoting it, and they keep promoting it. And I said, hold up, God, something ain't right about this. Certain population of, of, the, of the people of our nation you're supposed to stay away from because we are supposedly more subject to get the virus than anybody else. Is that not a spirit of separation, a spirit of division? Think, you're going to have to take your head. Mm, I almost said the wrong thing. You have to take your head from, from, from out, from, 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 we find a word to say in place of that. You got to take your head from down in the ground, put it that way, okay, and put it that way, you know, because uh, I want something behind your behind, you know what I'm saying? You, can, you need to you take your nose, understand, listen, take your ears, listen, understand. It's still a spirit of division. It's the same spirit that was here all the time. It's just it's didn't change its face. That. that there was a time when that the blacks and the whites were warring against one another and they were fighting. All of a sudden, now we're talking about unity. 
Now, how can we talk about unity when you tell me, well, you don't need to be near me because I'm subject to get the virus and I might have it, so you don't want to be around me. Now, is that division? You got you. See, when you listen, you better, you need to hear with your inner spiritual ear and not your natural ear. Because God is speaking through the situation and he's, he's allowing us to, to see what's really going on. See, that, that's that, that spirit of fear. It, 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 it dares to approach. It does not give any mercy. Its intent is to, is to chew us up and spit us out. Mm-hmm. And it feels that nothing you say is, oh yeah, Holy Spirit, yeah. It feels like nothing you say is worth listening to. They got all the answers, but it's nothing that you say is worth listening to. Anybody know anybody like that? You, 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 what you say don't count. It's not even worth listening to. So, so we got to understand what kind of spirit is really operating and ruling our nation. It is this Leviathan spirit, okay? Now, it says in verse number, number 15, it says, His scales, look at this. His scales are his pride. That let me know it's not a sea monster because the sea monster don't have pride. Thank you. Thank you, Don. It, it does not have pride. It's, a, it's scales, which is his armor. And his armor is pride. What's protecting it is his pride. And so it, it goes on and it says, his scales are his armor or his pride shut up together as with a closed seal. Let me show you something. Verse 16 says, 16 says, one is so near to another that no air can come between them. Now, when it talks about the, 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 that spirit of pride, it talks about the scale, this armor, is so tight that the air can't come, cannot come through it or cannot penetrate it. That air represents the Holy Spirit. If you ever seen a private, a private person, the, the Holy Spirit can even not penetrate it because you just, no matter what, they are so caught up in themselves that they will not allow the Holy Spirit to penetrate for them to be able to come into an understanding that Jesus is Lord. Amen. Talking about the scales. His scales is his pride. It is close-knitted. And the thing about that is when it goes on and it talks about it's his scales or his pride shut up together as with a closed seal. Verse 16 says, One is so near to the another that no air can come between them. They are joined one to another. They stick together that they cannot be sundered. In other words, they cannot be penetrated. They cannot be destroyed. Now, why is it, why is it that this situation is, is like this? See, this spirit is a counterfeit to everything that God, God represents. It's a counterfeit. It's a counterfeit spirit. Operating in over our nation is that counterfeit spirit. Sometimes it, it wants to mimic the Holy Spirit, but it's not the Holy Spirit. See, I, I, I got a, you know, I, we, we rolled down, uh, uh, coming down uh, highway on uh, uh, number nine, and we saw uh, a lot of cars that had gathered, and, and, and I said, Lord, bless them. What had happened was these people had drove their cars. They're doing that drive-through now. 
that the, the pastors, I, I, I suppose, preparing the word, and they're going to have it outside, and people sitting in their car so they're able to hear. That's right up the road. So I, I think and I praise God for those people that are pressing their way to want to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because if you, if you listen closely, the last thing besides the salons and, and, and the barbershops that they want to open, they do not want to open the churches. You, you need to listen. They do not want those doors to open. And the reason being is because spiritually God will reveal to the saints, according to his word, what's really going on. They want to shut the Holy Spirit down. They want to keep us from hearing from God. That way they can do anything that they want to do. I, I, I read an article. I read an article. Be careful what you agree to. Be careful to what you agree to. They are, in some, some countries, allowing those chips to be placed in their hands on their jobs. And it's got all, the inform, all your information on that chip. You know what that is? That is the mark of the beast. That, that's what's going on in some other nations. Our nation has a problem trying to do what everybody else is doing. Okay? Now, and what's happening, they're trying to get us, and, and, and the thing said, the article said this, it said that when you do not receive that chip or refuse to receive that chip, you can't go, it's just like you're non-existent. It wipes out you totally. It's just like you did not exist. Your whole, your, your social security number is gone. That gives you your identity. All, right. All that's gone. You can't go to the store because you, you're not a person that even exists. You can't do anything. But you need to have that. Now, can you imagine you're going to this, this chip in your hand, you go wave your hand and your car door open. That's scary. You wave your hand and, 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 and things that's electrical will, will, will happen for you, will open up. You wave your hand, and then it gives you all the information that, the, the, that is needed. Then you can enter in into your job site. That's scary. But if you refuse to take that chip, if you refuse to allow that chip to be implanted in your hand that has everything, all your medical records, everything, then you, you can't get anything. So you know what, saints? we got to learn how to fast and pray. You know, we've been praying a little bit, I think, out there, because things hadn't changed. But fasting, is, is been, it's not even being presented. We have to learn to fast and pray, because that's the spirit that's out there. You have to be very alert. you got to have keep your ears open, because they know they do not want you to, to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. Now, another, I'm going to post something else, and we'll get back to this. All right. How many of you all seen those those uh, White House briefings? Oh, oh, you know, listen to them. Yeah, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna show you something. Now, if you look around, some of the reporters got on masks, right? But when you when you see those other people walk out there, the president and the vice president, all of them, they don't wear masks. Why is that? Could it be they may already have the vaccine? Supposedly man is saying that they're getting ready for. Could it be that? And you got to even be careful with that. No. Don't take nothing. It's just, okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. It's just like this. When you've got the flu, they want to give you a flu shot. What do the flu shot do? The flu shot gives you the flu. So when you do get the flu, 
then you won't be um, affected by it that much. No, you can't give me nothing. No, I'm trusting God. Amen. I'm trusting God and old folks' remedies. Amen. Because they do work. They, they do work. Okay, let's get back on course. Talking about that spirit of the nation, Leviathan. Now, verse number, verse number 18 says this. By his nissing, a light doeth shine, and his eyes are like the eyelids of the morning. Watch these next few verses. It says, out of his mouth go burning lamps. Hmm. Light Lamps represent light. And sparks of fire leap out. Out of his nostrils go a smoke. You know, when, when we pray, in the scripture it talks about smoke. Our prayers going up as smoke. Out of his nostrils goeth smoke as out of a seething pot. His breath kindleth coal and flames goeth out of his mouth. So what, what is this saying? It is saying here, it is a counterfeit of the Holy Spirit. And what it's doing is, it is blocking the entrance into the Holy of Holies. It does not want us to get behind the veil to be able to reach God. It's a counterfeit. When it talks about, about the lamp and it talks about the fire, all these things are representative of the Holy of Holies. You know, he talked about uh, the Holy of Holies and it, and it goes on to talk about uh, the veil, okay? It does not want us to get into the fullness of God. Can you imagine if the people in this world that call themselves saints, if they would truly assemble themselves and really pray and fast, what would happen? We would be able to get into the fullness of God. We have not yet got into the fullness of God. See, the fullness of God is when, you, when all your distractions has been removed. When you're sitting down and you're, and you're, you're communing with God and you're praying and the TV is cut off and the phone is cut off and, and it's just you and the Lord and all of a sudden the, you, you, you've got this, this, this meditation music or your, uh, uh, um, you got worship music playing and it will take you to a place. It will take you into the, the fullness of God. Now every day that don't happen that way. You can enter into the fullness of God. The other morning, the other morning, I, I had gotten up early, and we've had a rough week this week. <laughs> Dr. Manley been so sick and in pain. We've had a rough week. Not only have we had a rough week, there's some other people that has had a rough week that's been sick and in pain. In fact, I um, pray for Brother Edwin. He is in, in dire pain, serious pain. Uh, but when you sit in the presence of the Lord, and so when I was caught up in the presence of the Lord this particular morning, and when I came out of the full, and the reason why I know it was the fullness of the presence of God is because when I came out, I, I heard that you're blessed, that you're blessed. And, and, it, and the Spirit kept saying it over and over and over, that you are blessed. You're blessed, Brenda. You're blessed. You're blessed that you got a roof over your head. You're blessed that you can raise your limb. You're blessed if you can move. You're, you're blessed if you got food in your refrigerator. You are blessed. He said, even if you got your mind where you can be stayed on him, he said, you are blessed. And so when I woke up, when I came up out of that, that place with God, the thing that came out of my mouth and in and, and my remembrance was I was blessed. So many people think that they are not blessed because of what's happening. God can take something that's negative and make it positive. That's how he worked. Let me give you a prime example. And I think I said this last week. I might have said the week before. 
We've had some things that just mess up in the house. Had to pay out a bunch of money. <laughs> bunch of money. Oh, to me, it was a bunch of money. Amen. You know, we got some little creatures, critters, critters that they're in the house and not in the house, but outside in the garage. And we had to call somebody. The man said $950. I almost had a heart attack. Amen. That's exactly it. $950. Then a week later, here we come with 250 more dollars because the sink, the sink now, that stupid sink was plugged up both sides. Usually one will be plugged, you know, stopped up. This time both of them were stopped up. And we had to pay out all that money. But you know what the Lord said? He, he quickly reminded me. He said, I'm sending you some money. That which you spent out, which we thought was so bad, God replenished it. I don't care if it got Trump's name on it. I don't care whose name on it. That money was necessary to, to take care of those expenses that had been, had been uh, messed up in our house. See, that's a blessing. See, you have to understand, it's, it's, it's a blessing. Forget about I heard this thing this morning. It doesn't matter whose hands it come out of. It's, God could very well send it. We just make sure we don't reject it. Some people can be so mad at somebody, oh, I don't want that stimulus money. Well, if you don't, I'll, because of who it's coming from, who's talking about it. Well, if you don't want it, just give me, I, I, when you get it, I will take it. Amen. Amen. Because, see, if God sent it to me, then I'm, I'm thankful and I'm grateful because it's helping me. I'm not concerned uh, about uh, the situation and who's, who's at the head, who's at the ham. And, and another thing, I had to correct somebody. And I'm getting back to script. I had to correct somebody the other day. And they said they went on and on and on and on about the president. On and on. I said, hold up. I said, hold up. They were just going, oh, he did this. No. I said, let me tell you something. There is no human. There is no man that can cause something to happen globally around the world. Man don't have that kind of power. And see, what's happening is this. We have failed to realize this thing is spiritual. You can't see it, so you don't know how to fight it. It's spiritual. If the saints of God, the people of God, would get on their jobs and begin to operate in the spirit realm. Yes, ma'am, sister. Operate in the spirit realm and begin to pray in the spirit. This thing will go. Only God can, can bring something about that the whole world, the globally, can, everybody is under attack. The whole global world. Man can't do that. You think about it. If I was the one that had something that could hurt somebody else, do you think I'd be stupid enough to hurt my own self with it? Think about it. Think about it. See, our concept is, oh, this man, no. This, what does the Word of God say in 2620? It says, when, until God comes out of his, for us to go under and, and be sheltered in until his indignation. That means his anger has passed. See, this is God's thing. He's allowing it to happen. Man can't do that. I'm, I, I'm, I looked at him, I said, I don't even know if I was able to penetrate his mind or not because he was so full of pride. He was so full of hatred. Uh, no, no. Only God can send something around the world that you cannot see and you have nothing that you, you can come up with to stop it. Now they're hollering two years. Wait a minute. It was 100,000 or 200,000 people going to die. Then they jumped back and said, oh, no, it wasn't going to be that. It's going to be 60,000. Well, by George, we're at 66,000 now. 
and, and plus those other bodies that hadn't been reported. So, so we have to, the saints of God, the, the children of God, we have to get on our job to begin to pray in the spirit and cause for this thing to cease. That's what we got to do. But what's over our nation, and that's another thing, what we got to begin to pray about is praying about this spirit of pride that's over our nation. All right, back to the scripture. Back to Job. Back to Job. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Back to Job. Now, 14 and, and 21. See, we get to understand, see, the, the, this counterfeit spirit, you know, it, it, it does not want us to get in the fullness of God, in the presence of God, because we're worrying too much. God's got it. God's got it. God's got you. God's got you. You have to understand that there's this kind of spirit that's putting fear in everybody. Fear. I said, oh, no. I go to Psalms 91 every morning. Every Oh, no. It won't even come to my dwelling because God said so. If God made Satan, Satan has to submit to God. His word tells me. His word tells me it won't even come to my dwelling. It won't show up at my house. I believe God. Y'all believe God. I believe God. So, so that, that, that spirit is intimidating. It, it, it releases fear. And so many people are so in fear. Some people are sitting at home because they're afraid. They are sitting at home because they're afraid. Now, you've got to watch that too now. You're going to have to watch it. They don't want you to come to church house, put the fear in you, but they'll let you go to the job. But watch it. But watch it. Who's dying? The most. Get your mind there. Get your mind. Spiritual warfare is going on. That's exactly right. Spiritual warfare. All right, now looking at verse number 20, 25. Let's go to verse number 25. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yeah, verse number 25. We're we about to sum this up. Verse number 25. It says, it says, when he, he raises up himself, the mighty are afraid. I mean, those that think they got some power. And when this spirit rises up, it says, the mighty are afraid. By reason of breaking, they purify themselves. Verse 26 says, the sword of him that lieth at him cannot hold the spear, the dart, nor the harbinger. He esteemeth iron as straw, and brass as rotten wood. Verse 28 says, The arrow cannot make him flee. Sling stones are turned with him into stubble. Well, what does that mean? That means man-made weapons cannot penetrate this spirit called pride. Man-made weaponry can't can penetrate it. See, it's, it's, it's happening. That's why it takes the Holy Spirit. It's going to take God to penetrate the spirit. Because it says, I mean, it laughs at it. It talks about, in verse 27, he says, He esteemeth iron as straw and brass as rotten wood. In other words, I don't care how powerful you are, you, you can't touch me. No matter how powerful you are, that's that spirit, that spirit of pride. That, that, that's that spirit. And you think about it now. No, it doesn't matter from what house you're in, from the high house to the poor house to the house y'all know what i'm talking about you know uh, the whole house you know what i'm saying because we got children in here you know uh, all the way down it, it, it can't touch it because if you think about this coronavirus nothing can touch it it can go anywhere 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 
Nothing can touch it. It's the same way with the spirit of pride. Watch this. Watch this. When you say, how do you know that's the spirit of pride? Well, we're going to keep on reading. Okay? Now, the last verse, verse number 34, 34. It says, he beholdeth all high things. He beholdeth all high things. He is a king over who? All the children of pride. That spirit of Leviathan is the king over all the children of pride. And and that's why it it, it gathers itself up. And if you notice, in the first part of 34, it said, He beholdeth all high things. Those those that are high-minded. Uh, those people think that know everything and all. Th- this is where he set himself up. And he sets himself up. He says he is king over the children of pride. Well, before a fall, the Bible says, you know, pride cometh before a fall. That's what the word of God says. Nebuchadnezzar, he was a man that, that uh, uh, in the Bible, it, it talks about in, in, in Kings, he began to talk about the, the kingdom he had built with his own hand. Everything was I, 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 I. And what happened was the Lord began to speak to him and let him know that if he didn't humble himself, and if he didn't turn from his sin, that he was going to be brought down. Well, God gave him 12 months to repent. You think he repented? No. He did not repent. Do you think the people repenting today? No. People are not repenting. They still go on doing the same old thing over and over. They are not repenting. So what happens when Nebuchadnezzar did not repent? Because he said he built all of this with his own hands. Just think about make America great again. Make everything great again. Great. What about making the house of God great again. What God did for him when he didn't repent for 12 months, he gave him a chance. God has given us a chance after chance, but he's given us a chance because this thing is real here. This thing is, is real. God takes him, tells him he's going to take his kingdom from him, send him out in the field. When he goes out in the field, he's got long clothes, his hair is long, he was out there till, the, till he came to the point where he acknowledged that God was God. We're going to continue seeing what we see until we, America and around the world, acknowledge that God is God. God is not going to take second place to anyone. But this spirit of pride is operating over our nation. Who's the greatest? No, that's not what it's all about. And Jesus let his disciples know that. It's not about who's the greatest. we got to understand this spirit of pride is operating. It's going to take us all down if we're not careful. we got to be very careful and not allow that spirit of, of pride to infiltrate within us. Oh, I've got it going on. i got the best of this and the best. Hold up. Was it not by the, the hand of God and the grace of God we would have nothing? It's, it's all because of God. And the saints of God, we need to get back in place. Amen. The saints of God, we need to get back in place. 
What's in place? On our knees and in the face of God. On our knees, in the face of God, and pushing away the, t- the plate. Because most of us are overweight. I would use the word obese to make it sound proper, you know. No, 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 no. Push away the plate. Because it says some things comes by fasting and praying. So we need to begin to fast and pray uh, so we can get in the face of God and God can begin to move and drive the spirit out. Because if he doesn't drive the spirit out, we're going to be doomed. You can't have somebody puffed up and prideful to lead you. No. You have to be led by the Holy Spirit. And if that person not led by the Holy Spirit, you're doomed if you follow them. You're doomed. But that spirit, this Leviathan spirit, it rules the nation, that spirit of pride. It's the spirit of pride. We don't want to be prideful. We want to be humble. You know what happened? We're talking about Nebuchadnezzar. He was brought down to his knees. He, God humbled him. What's happening to America? What's happening to the world? God is humbling people. He's bringing them down to their knees. God is, in, God is sitting on the throne. He's checked it out. He said, I got to do something. He said, I got to do something. And he is doing it. He's doing it. He's humbling, humbling, humbling. You know why we need to be humble? In order for God to exalt us, to lift us up. That's what the word says. He's having to humble us. He's humbling us. And then we're going to cry out like Nebuchadnezzar and acknowledge that he is God. Now let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your...